Hello, 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 and welcome back to my podcast channel. My name is Sylvia Grace, and today I wanted to um, discuss uh, confrontation. There was a time where um, I used to run from confrontation uh, because I looked at it from a negative perspective. And when we think of confrontation, we think of it from that aspect where there there are uh, healthy confrontations. And confrontation is a part of life. It's inevitable. You know, anytime you're dealing with people, whether on a job or um, family, friends, or just even in your day-to-day life, um, it's an, it's can be uh, unavoidable, and especially at work. You know, you have uh, different personalities coming together, different cultures, different, different uh, work work ethics so it's a combination and we're different you know everyone's different and unique um so there will be a time where confrontation will arise and I used to make the mistake of ignoring um ignoring the problem and what happens when you ignore things that's just like putting a band-aid on it You know, it's only a matter of time, you know, putting a Band-Aid on a a gaping wound, you know, that's, um, sounds a little crazy, right? And most if, most importantly, it's ineffective, it's inefficient, you know, and where something uh, minor may happen because the problem wasn't addressed when it maybe first happened you know, by the third time, you're like exploding or it just escalates to a point where it didn't have to because it wasn't addressed from the beginning. You know, we all heard the uh, the saying, nip it in the bud. Basically, it wasn't <clears throat> nipped in the bud and it could have been taken care of. Um, and, you know, everybody has ways, you know, different modes of, you know, communicating. Um, but the point is, to address the situation before it it uh, festers and it magnifies and then it just explodes into something that it didn't need to uh, be. So just wanted to give you um, some tips uh, with regards to confronting someone. Uh, the key thing is to, as soon as you see the problem, address it right away. That way, it's not, um, and it's, it's, it's addressed immediately before it's brought to the, it's brought to the person's attention. So they're more conscious of it. A lot of times people have good intentions, you know, and they may be doing things that they don't even realize. So when you bring it to their attention, now they're aware and hopefully they'll be willing to um, you know, make it in a situation or handle the situation. And then it creates less uh, tension for um, both parties. But also, you know, it's all in your approach too. you know, make sure it's, it's the right time. I mean, you want to dress it right away. But if a person um, just got off a, a escalated call, that's probably not the right time to uh, discuss something. So maybe you want to give it, 
maybe a half an hour for them to cool off and, you know, see or ask when is a good time and that you would like to discuss it as soon as possible, you know, if their schedule permits. Um, second is to be specific and clear and objective. Um, only state the facts when you're confronting someone. I think a lot of times when you uh, state the facts and don't be accusatory because as soon as you be accusatory, you're putting the person already on defense. And then it's just kind of like whatever the issue is and make it lost because that person feels that they have to, they're already on a defense. So more than likely, they're not going to, they're going to probably tune out what you're saying. Um, so you may want to start with, uh, hey, I'm not sure if um, you're aware, but I noticed that you, um, X, Y, and Z, I can't think of an example right now. But you're saying, I've noticed that you sometimes um, cut me off when I'm speaking. And I know it's probably not intentional. I know it's not intentional. I would say probably. I know it's not intentional, but when you cut me off, you know, I tend to lose my train of thoughts or whatever. But you're just stating, you see, you're stating the facts. You know, I notice that when I'm talking, you cut me off. So you're just stating you're clear in what the uh, facts are and you're being specific. Um, the third uh, uh, point I want to make is make sure you have a game plan, you know, when you um, approach the person that you hopefully you'll be able to come to some resolve. And if it's something that you need to table or circle back, then by all means do so. But just make sure you follow up that the question is, uh, um, that the issue is resolved. Um, it's a little different, and I guess I was kind of speaking from a work perspective, but just even on the home front, if your spouse uh, is doing something that um, you don't particularly care for, you know, sometimes um, it can't wait, like when you have kids involved or whatever the case, but, you know, just both agree upon a time where you can discuss the issue and maybe work together to uh, come up with some resolve um, because you can't have strife in a home. And the bottom line is let's address the issue and let's come up with a solution. You know, but if there is um, an issue... Before confronting that person, just kind of get some ideas of how, uh, you know, what uh, can be the solution. So, like, have tentative solutions. So, maybe it takes the pressure off it, too. You know, and I want to say, like, if you're confronting someone um, and tempers are rising or emotions get, then you may need to um, have a timeout. And maybe reconvene at a better time because, I mean, if it's hopefully it doesn't get to the point where it's escalated, where you're, you're uh, arguing or speaking loudly or that person is yelling, um, because we certainly don't want that. But if that's something that occurs, then you know what? 
be throwing a towel and we'll reconvene at another time. And just make it clear, it's my intention is not to upset you. You know, I just wanted to kind of discuss um, what's been bothering me or what I've noticed. You know, but the, hopefully that person doesn't get <laughs> get upset to the point that they're yelling. You know, that's obviously that's not the goal. But the key thing here is not to let it fester, you know, address it right away. Don't, I just think sometimes, um, you know, a lot of times when you think of marriages uh, that end in divorce, like let's say they get a divorce um, in December, that marriage was probably over like six months before the actual divorce, you know, obviously it's a process. And a lot of times, um, whether it's infidelity or or whatever the case is, it's something. It's it more than likely something that started off small. And when it starts off small, you know maybe it was ignored, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Where sometimes things can. I mean, in anything is possible, you know, with God. Anything is possible. But now it's a bigger problem when it could have just been a smaller problem if it was addressed at the root. Because you want to cut it off at the root. But when you don't deal with it, you know, it, it, it just think with uh, weeds. They just grow and grow and become a nuisance and multiply. And then it's harder, you know, some weeds are harder to kill. But... If you don't cut it at the root, it's still going to grow. So just the same thing with the problem. And I think too, like how many marriages or relationships could have been savage if the communication was done earlier? If the two parties would have sat down and confronted the situation earlier. But a lot of times, you know, people wait and wait until... It's too late. And they probably have different reasons, you know, maybe too. Some people um, are comfortable with uh, confrontation. And it's, you know, some regards it's not easy, but it's necessary. You know, sometimes we have to, it's a part of being an adult. You have to do some things that we don't want to do. But it's really all in your approach. And all you can do is just be... um, level-headed about it but you can't control another person's actions and that person um upon confronting them is um becomes irate or very upset then like i said reconvene at another time where we're able to uh you know speak sensibly and if not then you you need to you know maybe find a a plan B, but hopefully it doesn't get to that point where it's not even able, where you're not even able to uh, discuss with another person whatever the issue is. But if that's the case, then it probably, you know, again, it was um, something that um, probably blew up that could have been addressed, you know, early on. But, you know, there is such thing as healthy confrontation. And by being level-headed and just giving and following the steps that um, those three uh, steps that I provided you with, then, you know, it should, um, 
I should have some, you should be able to have um, some type of resolution. So I'll just repeat them again, just so um, you'll have it. So again, you want to, number one, uh, address the situation right away. Uh, number two, be clear, speci uh, specific with your facts and be concise. Don't have a long, <laughs> I have to talk to my sisters. Don't have a long laundry list, you know, kind of keep it clear. Well, keep it clear, but keep it concise and address one issue at a time, you know, because a um, person can feel attacked if you're confronting them about a situation and you have um, four other things you didn't like what they did or, or what you noticed, you know, kind of one uh, situation at a time, you know, because nobody wants to feel attacked and it's kind of like, you know, let's deal it one thing at a time. And those other issues probably could have been addressed, you know, upon the onset. Um, but the third uh, tip is to develop a game plan. You know, and I said even prior to approaching that person, have already in your mind to come up with a way to um, have a resolution. You know, at least, you know, it doesn't have to be anything concrete. You know, but at least have an idea. And maybe even after speaking with that person about how it, go, how it goes, you can even suggest it and ask them, what do they think? You know, because that way you're getting their input and you're getting their buy-in on the uh, situation or the uh, resolution. So and I um, pray that this has blessed you. You know, it's just something that, like I said in the past, I used to run from <laughs> because I tried to avoid it at all costs because I saw it as a negative thing and, you know, I would let things, and I was one of those people that would let uh, things foster. And I remember my, um, I had a colleague that um, would hold on to stuff. Oh my gosh, she would really hold on to stuff. And I'm thinking, like, we'll be talking about something and um, she'll say, you know, oh, you know, she'll say something where I'm just like, are you still mad about this, <laughs> about what happened two years ago? And she'll be like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And it's like, oh, my goodness, like, let it go. Let it go. You can't have healthy, fulfilling relationships when you're holding on to stuff and not only that like we're all um not perfect you know we're not infallible so we have to allow grace from one another you know because we all make mistakes you know and just how you want somebody to give you grace we have to give grace to one another because it is uh something that's um needed you know, especially if you're married, especially if you're married, you know, because it's nothing worse than coming home and there's tension and the atmosphere is thick. That's not, you know, that's not healthy and that's not good. But I just remember that, you know, it'd be hard for her to move on certain things because she's holding on and it's just like kind of like um tit for tat 
you know, and it's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> like, you're still mad, you know, and, but we'll be mad, but never, I'll ask, well, did you tell them, like, prime example, she had, um, she likes to host, she loves to host, you know, the holidays and party, well, then, and, uh, you know, half our family, both sides of her family are, um, her husband's side is, um, they come from large families. And so she would have these people, um, her family at the house, and she had uh, one particular family member that would always uh, leave with um, <laughs> not just one blade of food, but like a tray. And she would complain and complain, and it's like, well, have you confronted this person? And she's like, no, because I forgot the excuse that she she gave. And it's like, well, you can't be mad. Like, yeah, the person, you know, we would like for people to be considerate and have common sense. And not to mention, you know, that's not really um, polite, (laughs) you know, but hey, maybe people don't know. But the point is, you have to confront it like, hey, (laughs) Don't mind if you take a plate home, but, you know, taking a whole tray, yeah, um, maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> or stop inviting her. <laughs> maybe stop inviting that person. But she would just complain, but it was just so crazy because it's like, you're complaining about something you have totally control over. This is your house. <laughs> you know, it's your food. You know, but not confronting the person, but then we'll complain about it. It's just like, what is that solving? You know, it just almost doesn't make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense. You know, because there's certain things that will happen that's beyond our control. But when it's in our control, we can take control of the situation and address it. And again, it's all about how you address it. And if the person gets offended... And you know that you, you know, came um, at the person diplomatically, courteous, and, you know, non-confrontational, then you can't control how somebody perceives it. All you can do is just state the facts and hopefully have resolve. But it's definitely something, you know, that's necessary and I hope I provided you with some useful tools and, you know, it'll be, and each time it gets uh, probably a little easier, you know, I guess depending on who you're dealing with, because you may not confront a family member the same way you would confront um, a colleague, you know, so it really depends on um, your audience. But um, I pray this has blessed you all. And until next time, uh, more grace.